Welcome to Sports Central with Rick Drewer and Phil Fechner. Well, Phil, they tell me that uh, Wimbledon's underway. We're uh, not quite through the first uh, week, but uh, we're well and truly into it. I believe that you have some considerable experience in uh, the top levels of tennis. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, lucky enough, I had uh, 20 years uh, actual umpiring. I've done um, 10 Australian Opens in a row and uh, four Davis Cups and a couple Fed Cup, which is equivalent to uh, Davis Cup in the ladies. That's yeah. a very impressive record. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. Um, gave it away about uh, six or seven years ago, and um, yeah, no, I enjoyed it. And, and tell us just a couple of the highlights of that good career. Uh, anything uh, spectacular? Uh, oh, it's like Centre Court at um, Melbourne Park is, obviously, you've got 30-odd thousand people there whatever it holds, and uh, walking out on there and you don't want to muck up, I can tell you that. So um, <laughs> The atmosphere would be quite amazing, oh, I would think. Unbelievable, yeah. Mm. And lucky enough, there was no muck-ups on my part that, um, in the well, 10 years. Well, so. I wouldn't have expected anything like that, Phil, with your sort of track record over umpiring. Um, while we're talking about Wimbledon, uh, there always seems to be some controversy surrounding uh, Wimbledon, not only um, while it's happening, but also quite often before it's happening. Um I don't know whether you caught up with uh, John, John McEnroe's uh, great call just before um, the start of the championship this week when he uh, was quoted as saying that Serena Williams would be, quote, like the 700th best on the men's circuit. What do you think of that? To be honest, Rick, he wouldn't be far off. Um, I don't think he'd beat her, but uh, in, now he would have in his day, but... Um, Maybe the top 500, I reckon, would, would beat Serena. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, having seen it, um, you know, firsthand, um, yeah, I'd, I'd tend to agree with him. Well, give credit where credit's due. Uh, McEnroe did actually describe her as uh, the best ever of her gender, um, but he basically uh, suggested the same things that you have, that probably due to strength and physical condition that they really don't um, compete at the same levels. Unbelievable, Rick. Um, you know, uh, crossing paths in the uh, corridors many times, Serena and uh, and Venus. Uh, Venus is that little bit taller than Serena, but oh, Serena, she could be like centre half back for the Crows, no doubt. She's a she's a big girl. The way the Crows are going, they could probably do the right now, <laughs> uh, dear me. Um, it made me think about the the sort of uh, concept of uh, in today's equality of gender. Um, the concept of equal pay for equal uh, work. And uh, I did a little bit of research, and uh, would you believe that both uh, the men's and women's singles winners both receive £2.2 .2 million. That's $2.85 million. And it wouldn't be bad just being the runner-up because they collect £1.1 million. So not bad well, money if you can get it. I'd be happy to go out first round because that's 64000 for a first round loss. And uh, while we're on that, you know... Um, a couple but, of Aussies have yeah, done that. Yeah, um, Mr Curios, well, he he, uh, he actually spent more time with his hair cut than he did on the court. Well, Wimbledon. it was a very... It would have taken quite something to get that hair cut yeah. the way it was. Yeah, pity the crowd didn't get a bit more time to look at it. Um, and then we got, of course... Atomic, hey? Well, what there is that is an amazing situation, isn't it? 
quite happy to take the check, but uh, not too interested in the game. So I hear. I believe he has been fined now about twenty thousand for oh, right. um, his carry on and and uh, his interview, the way he talked. So um, yeah, so something good has come out of that, but. Just a disgrace as far as Australian tennis. Well, Australian tennis and just the whole attitude towards professional sport. When if, And I'd like to think that he is an absolute exception to the rule and that most people, sure, it's their income and it's their livelihood. It's what they do for a living. But to say I'm not interested and whatever, mm. that really is... Uh, I'd be disappointed for young Johnny that's sitting in the front row that his mum and dad are paid, you know, probably couple hundred pounds to go and sit there. It's probably more than that over in Wimbledon, one of the best Grand Slams in the in the world. Um, you know, he'd be disappointed. You know, oh. he's there to watch, you know. The best. And you'd expect whoever's out there and, dare I say, in any professional sport to give their best and for a bloke to admit that he hasn't, uh, that's a very sad indictment on the character of the man, I think. Getting back to uh, our equal pay for equal play, uh, the first thing that hit me was that, of course, the guys play the best of five sets and the and the girls play the best of three sets. Um, so there's and receiving the same amount of money. Um, now there's a couple of things that intrigued me there. One is that one would assume that in terms of revenue income for the uh, All England Tennis Club that. Um, with television rights and advertising, the longer the game goes, the more revenue that would come in. So obviously with three sets against five, you'd suggest that the women, forgetting standards or anything else, wouldn't be raising the same amount of revenue as the men. No doubt. Um, you know, as I said, um, being uh, you know in centre court there, some days you can just about swing the cat around You know, at a, at a girl's game, nothing against them, some of them, I mean, they, they can play, they can play, but um, uh, yeah, there's, you know, it's not quite as much interest in the ladies' tennis than there is, yes. um, you know, going to see Leighton Hewitt versus, you know, Roger Federer, well, that would be packed house. Yes. You know? Well, I went on a little bit further and I thought, well, you can't go on forever, so I thought, well, I'll just have a look at the results from 2000 through till now. And since obviously 2000 and including 2000, there's been 17 finals. And of the 17 finals in the men's comp, there's only been seven that were in straight sets. And it's interesting you've just mentioned Leighton Hewitt because the good old Adelaide boy was one of those that won in, in uh, straight sets when he beat David uh, Nalbandian in 6-1, So that was certainly an exception to um, the length of most of the men's finals. Um, in actual fact, I averaged out the amount of time that it takes to play a men's final over the 17, and it works out to be spot on 180 minutes or three hours, and the women's takes 93 minutes, so that's basically 50% less time. Uh, and instead of the 7 out of 17 finals in straight sets, for the ladies, it's 12 out of 17, um, which means that uh, they haven't really covered anywhere near the length of time um, and so it just seems to me a little bit odd that uh, they get the same amount of money. I can remember it coming in, it, it never was, um, I reckon, it, look I could be wrong, it's probably six or seven years ago now, uh, maybe a little bit more, um, that, that equal pay came in and I just did not agree with it, you know, personally, um, yeah, because because of the time factor and, yeah. um, you know, it's just unbelievable, those figures, you know, they don't lie, do they? Well, they don't, and that's that's the staggering part. And I uh, I've totally agree with you. I have no problem with um, 
the concept of uh, of you know equal work and equal pay, but uh, the fact is that they don't do as much. And uh, you know, for those people who may say, "Well, that's just the way it goes," well, um, I'm not sure that is the way it goes or the way it should go. No, I tend to agree with you. That's for sure. And uh, as you said before, Rick, we're just about through the first week of uh, Wimbledon and we lost our last Australian player. Oh, right. Uh, now, uh, if I get the pronunciation wrong here, well, I'm sorry, but Irina Rosanova, who is an Australian girl. Yes. Um, she lost, uh, she was our last Aussie to go out this week, but I believe she probably had some other things on her mind. Oh, what was that? Well, her boyfriend is Ty Vickery. Yeah, is that yeah. true? Ty yep. Vickery is her boyfriend. Is the boyfriend? Yeah. Oh. So she probably was just off the off the boil with that. So um, yeah. yeah. Well, well, Ty seems to have uh, had a few of his own problems at well, this stage. Yes, uh, Ty's actually been charged now, Rick. What? Yes, he's, he's been, been charged. charged. What's, yes. he been, what's he been charged uh, with? For attempting sure. to play footy. <laughs> to attempt to play footy. <laughs> He'd be found guilty, I would think, wouldn't I think he? he? Yeah, I think that'd be guilty. Yes, I would think well, so. Certainly on this year's performance. Well, I think on that, on those grounds, that's really good. It'll be interesting, actually, to see... Um, it'll be actually interesting to see how the second, uh, uh, you know, week, you know, works out because... Uh, it seems to me that, uh, particularly in the men's comp, the, the same names, the same champions seem to bob up, and particularly on grass, I think. But oh, uh, Federer, you never know. Federer is brilliant on grass. That's his. I mean, Rafa will be around the mark too, I think, because. Um, but his is clay. He's a clay specialist. But um, Federer, you know, he's just brilliant on on grass. Yes, it'd be hard to go past him if you had to pick someone right now, wouldn't it? I, I guess Murray's got a chance as well. Yeah, but, injury. He's had a little bit of injury, yeah. so but. Um, yeah, I mean, it's his home home ground, basically, isn't it? So, um, yeah. Well, there you go. Well, that's Wimbledon summed up. We uh, might have a quick look at it after it's all over. And uh, so we'll say goodbye. This is Rick. This is Phil.